listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Good morning, I'm Emily Dean and I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning on Absolute Radio. Frank's not able to join us. I normally make some silly joke at this point and some fantastical reference to what he's off doing, but I'm not going to do that this morning because I'm going to complain. I don't know where the guy is. I have no (laughs) idea. Maybe he's having a lion. Maybe him and David Baddiel are Daft Punk. (laughs) Can you imagine if we found motorcycle helmets in their lobby? I still think they live together, very 90s. I should do my housekeeping and say I'm joined this morning by the cockerel. Morning. As ever. Oh, morning. <laughs> He's got so showbiz. We'll get on to that later. He's got no time for us anymore. And Steve Hall in the house. Good morning. Looking very svelte in black, may I say. Uh, yes, I'm, wearing, I'm quite... Uh quite noir today <laughs> oh no he's quite dark <laughs> <laughs> he's going to start talking about films now yeah. <laughs> um i got tweeted last night i i heard that how dare you <laughs> um i no, i got a tweet and it was a guy saying someone referred to you steve as their favorite supply teacher how do you feel about I, that i think that's an accurate summary of not just my role in this show but my the, the walk i take through life <laughs> i think had you been a supply teacher i can imagine you were the sort of guy who would have said hi just call me steve yeah and just you call also me, just call me hawley <laughs> and you also would have said which a religious studies teacher once said to me i want to talk to you about a little fella named god oh my goodness. <laughs> i think that's the kind of teacher you would have been so you mean a terrible teacher no <laughs> little fella named <laughs> yeah um, I'm now, talking about a little fella called Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> Guys, can we talk about the uh, the carbs in the off- in the office? I was going to say oh in the goodness. office today in the studio. We're very carb heavy. Daisy and Charlie, lovely names, aren't they? Very middle class. Um, <laughs> they baked cakes for us this morning in the spirit of apparently it was the Great British Bake Off final. Is that correct? It was. Yes. Sandy Wall's nodding. <laughs> I love that she's nodding. That's factually correct. Yes. I missed it because I was out having hideously expensive cocktails at a leading London hotel. Well, that's right, and so you should be. But, <laughs> but everybody else does not live that life. They OK. Were, they were watching Bake Off in their living rooms, possibly in jogging bottoms. I, Tell, I, I, oh, actually, I don't like the jogging bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gone really sleazy. Oh, no shoes either. No. That's a sentence you should have you should have written into points of view. I, I, I didn't watch the British Bake Off because I was out <laughs> having hideously expensive cocktails. However, I hear the show is very good, and I commend you on it. Yours, the Duke of Edinburgh. Um, but so, what happens on this? Someone bakes a sponge, and everyone claps, and someone no, with bad hair, clapping. someone with bad hair wins. There's no clapping. Um, I've never heard class warfare introduced <laughs> quite so quickly into a show about baking cakes. Yeah, but I just don't like carbohydrates. Well, right, so it's, it's you're in a, the wrong studio today. Okay. Let's just say. Um, yeah, they basically bake, and then two judges eat it and judge them. <laughs> they judge the presentation and the taste, and, yeah. and they say things like, "It's you've really got the flavours there, or... <laughs> I can't taste the saffron in this. I don't even know why you put saffron in this. There's saffron in cake. There was saffron in one or some hint of something in one of them, and they were sort of like, why did you even bother with that? (laughs) Is that that Mary Berry that does? Both of them can do that, can't they? But Paul Hollywood... Is uh, he's the one that is uh, his name's funny and yeah. it's just his his, <laughs> por- his porn star name has to be something like Keith Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I've re- I've gone off him a bit though. Yeah, because of the I, sleaze. Well, didn't he leave his wife? And I just question the very 
authenticity yeah. of their soul when they do that. Yeah, apparently when he was chatting up the other woman, it was uh, considered a Hollywood pass. Oh, <laughs> lovely, Alan. Laughing at his uh, private life. Um, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. It's not that private, is it? Can you pass... <laughs> so start passing the baked goods around, please, Charlie. Oh, we'll taste it. Daisy, which one did you bake? Now, the last Lemon time we cake. did this on this show some time ago, you spat out parking <laughs> at, at alarming speed. And he was furious. I, I did. <laughs> Look, they're just talking background noise. It's not the should, archers, should, you know. Uh, we should describe the cakes on offer. We've got um, yeah, what do they look incredible like? looking chocolate brownies. And the smell of the chocolate brownies is, is quite overwhelming. Mm -hmm. There oh. are some very nice cookies. I can't bear all these carbs. Uh, absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Do you know what we need to talk about? Um, the Bake Off? No, I don't want morning. to. Do we have to talk about that more? I want to talk about the Royal Christening. Oh. I think it would be a dereliction of duty if we didn't discuss this. Prince George. Oh, I bet uh, Baby George. Mm -hmm. That's what they say in, in um, Liverpool, I reckon. But he looked. The first thing I noticed is it's very long. The gown. People commented a lot on the length of the gown. Yeah, it looked like Liberace's curtains. <laughs> <laughs> and you should know. Dress. Let's face yes, it, Steve. Absolutely. Why, why have they put a boy in a dress, though? I mean, just well, it's why? The, why have they done that to him? It's the same because it's the same gown they've used for Christmas since like eighteen forty-one. But it, but they re, but they redesigned it. Yeah. So oh, is that right? Just, like put a trouser in or something also <laughs> a trouser in into a sort of a culottes dress or oh, a cream a cream satin trouser on a baby that's nice could have i do think that yeah but children deserve to have their clothes fitting they could have hemmed it it's too long they could have yeah, yeah. i didn't like the length of it um i what mm. i did like if we're talking about christening frockage there were some amazing frocks my favorite was uh, the archbishop of canterbury did you yeah. see his uh, no. justin portal welby Oh, Steve. Don't they call him something like his most wellness or something? His most reverend. Oh, most do they? Reverend. Yeah. They call him the most Would reverend. Would you know who'd which... be able to tell us, but he's not here? <laughs> exactly. I know a man who would definitely know the answer to that question. But they have lovely clothes, don't they? Mm -hmm. Good bit of purple, was it? Or what was he... No, he didn't go for the ecclesiastical absolute radio purple. He went for... It was more of a blue metallic gold effect. But there was one guy... Who's this Bishop of London character? I liked him. He had a sort of disc round his neck. It was like, and it was it was very lovely. It was really just a, a little bit flavour flavour. Yes, it was. It was a bit <laughs> clock. It was a bit Jesus on the <laughs> clock, and I quite liked it. But I thought. Um, but they described the ceremony. It was not very beautifully, quite elegantly done. It was described as I heard it on the radio. Described as low key. Mm. And initially, I thought Private. Thor's arch enemy. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of Steve's comic book jokes there. Um, I found it was looking. Were there only twenty-four people? I think present. Yeah, yeah, that is private by um, royal standards, isn't it? Yes. Like their private bashes have twenty-four people. To me, that would be quite a big event. Yeah, that quite a big that's an intimidating amount for a dinner party. Mm. <laughs> Not when you grew up in my house. Um, but I did. I also liked that the Middletons they drove self. Which I thought was Did rather it? sweet. There was a photograph of the dad driving away, and that I love it when people drive to big events. So you could have got an Addison Lee, mm -hmm. could have got a cab, <laughs> a splash out. You'd think they would. That reminds me of when David Bedil once um, I was at the Baftas with him. And uh, I said, how did you get her? And he had black time at the Royal Albert Hall. Everyone goes, oh, I drove. I said, who drives to the Baftas? Like 1973 or something. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, I enjoyed the christening. I saw bits of it. I kept, I watched clips of it and everything. I like seeing Mike Tyndall 
uh, at places yeah. like that because he because he it, they've got all these extremely posh people yes. and then this bloke who just looks like he's rocked up going what's going on here let's have a laugh <laughs> well he's uh, he's married to, to Zara, Zara yeah. who is the um, the sort of normal one of the lineup of godparents isn't she yeah. she's the one that um, has a drink and acts normal what? has a drink and acts normal <laughs> yeah okay there were actually some no shows on the day which um, was all a bit awkward but we're going to be discussing that in a minute absolutely Absolute Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were discussing the christening and the christening. There was only one, really. Capital T, yeah. capital C, the christening. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it's a new Highlander film. <laughs> <laughs> Highlander, the christening. <laughs> well, we, uh, you left on the, the, the absenteeism, but before that, I feel like I ought to bring up that I'm not entirely convinced that uh, Zara Phillips is... Tyndall, Zara Tyndall's husband, Mike Tyndall. I'm not sure he stayed, because... Do you think not? Why not? Well, I saw a photograph of him in the paper <laughs> dropping her off where he was wearing a short sleeve <laughs> shirt. Fantastic. That's so much better. Can you I, imagine... I'll, I don't need to come in. I'll wait in the car. I've got the paper. i got, I got the car and bun. I'll just read that. And she's furious. Like the... She's like, you said you'd give me a... You said you'd come with me. This is so embarrassing. No, I don't even know if he made the list. I think... I don't mind if this is wrong. I, yeah, my hands are held up, but it does say there were only twenty-four people at the service. And are you suggesting and if you, you only had twenty-four, Tyndall wouldn't make the cut? Yeah. He's still paying the penance for his antics at the Rugby World Cup. Exactly. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's that. Maybe he's still not in the uh, in I the love, cloister, as it were. I love the, the idea of, of him with a cup of tea in a styrofoam cup, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sitting with the engine running <laughs> outside. Be, yeah. How depressing is that? <laughs> Could be. Listening to Wrighty and Stoney. (laughs) (laughs) That, we should say, is not remotely depressing. That would be a very enjoyable way to spend a few hours. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's he's onto a winner. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. It says in the paper, not only have the Cambridges ignored protocol by inviting by only inviting five senior royals, they've also broken from tradition by not having their their son christened at Buckingham Palace. Now... I think if they were really going to break with tradition, they could end that sentence by not having their son christened. Because, mm. you know, you don't have to. Frank I, has yeah, his yeah, bad yeah. I have been christened and I'm 38. I've done all right. <laughs> <laughs> people are still calling me Alan, except I'll be for the, people that call me the cockerel, obviously. I'll be the judge of that. Um, yeah, did Frank so, christen me, the cockerel? Did Frank christen you, the cockerel? Yeah. Well, yeah, in a with, sort of John the Baptist move. With water from the River Jordan, imported. Exactly. So no, that was from a canal in Birmingham, actually. <laughs> so why do you need all this fuss? I mean, I, I don't like to sound well, Richard Dawkins. Well, I don't know. Seven, already, seven godparents. That yeah. is, is, is excessive. And I understand this is a tricky story for the media to report. And so having seven godparents at least gives them something to write on. Because uh-huh. it's literally baby gets baptised. That is the basic. Seven sort. godparents is a lot, though, isn't it? And it just to me it exacerbates the gap between the rich and the really? poor. Oh and dear! They, they hang on, <laughs> hang on. Oh no! Hang on. Let me finish my little joke. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, go on. Get your, get your little joke <laughs> in. Seven sorry. godparents exacerbates the difference between rich and poor because normal people have to wait for ages to see their GP. Oh, godparent. Yeah. Nice. nice. All right. Yes, no, we liked it. I feel like the. Uh, we, we I feel just, like I talked it up. Yeah. <laughs> we did have to. We did have to explain it a bit, but it was fine. It was good. I like the, the names know? of the godparents because they were very posh names, which again makes the articles a bit longer. Just mm. <laughs> Check their word count. Uh, uh, Jamie Lowther Pinkerton. Yeah. Oh, he's lovely, the, isn't he? But Mr. Lowther Pinkerton. That sounds like what Boris Johnson would call his genitalia or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a, I, I let me introduce I you to Mr. Lowther Pinkerton. No, mm. if we can say that on absolute. 
Check yeah. the big book. Check the book. Yeah, can you check in the book? Meanwhile, I'd like to talk about some of the excuses that were given for the from the non-attendees. <laughs> so, Prince Edward, he's one of my favourite royals, mm-hmm. um, he apparently, he said he had a full day of meetings. I don't know if there was a G <laughs> on the end, meetings. <laughs> but I always say that when I'm trying to avoid people. I say, I've got back-to-back meetings. Do you? Yes. Um, account for this. Duke of York? Meetings. Oh, I back on, no, no, to no. back I think he meetings. Was, um, I think he was climbing a, a hill. Uh, <laughs> Who is he? Kate Bush. <laughs> uh, what does he have meetings about? What cocktails about to his, serve at the pool? About his ten thousand men and marching them up to the top of the hill, and marching <laughs> them back down again. Oh God! We're always with the jokes. <laughs> Said like an old Jewish lady. Then. Always with the jokes. <laughs> Give us such a business with these jokes already. (laughs) I can't think of a way to answer that. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. I'm Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio this morning. I should say, I've got to do my housekeeping. I haven't done my housekeeping yet. I'm in terrible Sat- trouble. Saturday morning, is that when you usually do your housekeeping? <laughs> yes. Here it is. Uh, you can text the show on 812.15 or you can follow the show on Twitter. Uh, you can tweet us at Frank on the radio. There you go. Mm-hmm. Housekeeping done. You know what we haven't discussed as well is there was also in other royal news this week, Prince Charles... Um, he did He did an interview, didn't he? Or he was featured on the cover of Time magazine? Yeah, The Forgotten Prince. I think they've, interviewed, uh, they've interviewed 50 of his friends, which I think is impressive, because you could knock the zero off and still struggle to find five of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why you're not on Facebook, isn't it? That's exactly why, yeah, because uh, it would be too cruel... Be very cruel. <laughs> he seemed a funny cover girl, I thought, for a magazine. Yeah, well, he's, he's quite. He, apparently, he now wants to be known as the artist formerly known as the Forgotten Prince. <laughs> oh, Steve Hall in the house, lovely. But, well, he did quite well out of it. He came across like a, a nice man, and mm-hmm. a number of his friends said some nice things. Emma Thompson, probably the most significant yeah. result for him. Um, who said? And people may not know this. Uh, don't mm. adjust your radio. She said that dancing prin- with Prince Charles was better than sex. I, know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the radio. I'm yeah. assuming so. I, I, I was hoping she meant dancing with Prince Charles is better than sex with Prince Charles. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, I can actually relate to that. Because when I say relate, that implies that, you know, mm-hmm. I've known him in some way. I haven't, but I wish I had, because I've always thought he's got it going on. I think he's a bit smoking hot, yeah. Prince Charles. Well, there's that dance that he did with Diana. It's one of my earliest memories of them as a couple. Mm. It made 1984, him and Diana dancing at some ball, and they absolutely keep, rock Keep it, it. light, they look, Steve. They look completely wonderful, and it's only years later that you find out that while they're dancing, they're thinking, I hate you so much. <laughs> keep it light, Steve. <laughs> Uh, um, you know what I do think about Charles, though, is that he did do something which slightly irritated me in that interview. He's, he went on and on and on about how he didn't want to be king and how it wasn't that big a deal to him and he wants to concentrate on his charitable work more. Mm-hmm. And whenever that happens, I can't help but think it does remind me of a big brother evicted when mm-hmm. they've just been voted out. And they go, yes, I'm going home! Do you think all the way through that he's saying... In his head, the music is... Uh, and I just can't <laughs> wait to be king! <laughs> <laughs> That's the soundtrack of his life. 
whatever he's saying, it's underscored. If, it if, if he was doing an interview going, I'm not bothered, and then that came on on his, as his ringtone. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning. I'm with Steve Hall in the house and Alan the Cockerel Cochran. Yes. Um, it's, it's very nice to have you both. Have we had any news from the outside world? I should say again, you can text the show on 812.15. You can follow it on Twitter at... Let's test you, Steve Hall. Do you know what our Frank, Twitter handle is? Frank on the radio. Very good. I think you'll find there's an ampersand that precedes that. It's because you said at. Okay. All but right. Then, but then you... Yeah. Well, I'm an at, at Frank on the radio. At, 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 at like, like in Empire Strikes Back. An at, at fighter. <laughs> and you can email us, but I never... What's our email address? Oh, we don't know it. Oh, I see. So you go from challenging me to my knowledge. (laughs) So I've been on the show for four years. Christ knows what the email address is. Welcome Um, to living with me. uh, You guys living together? That's where all this prep comes in. Um, uh, We have uh, we have heard from the outside world. Here's uh, here's a text message, um, and I'm not sure I like where this is going. Go on. Um, Morning, Em and Al. I saw Frank on Thursday lunchtime. No mention of Steve. That's a bit awkward. I saw Frank on Thursday lunchtime in Elstree, which is conceivably true, because uh, he is filming Room 101 there, I believe. He is. Uh, morning, M&L. No, I'll tell you Frank what he's doing. Sorry, Al. lunchtime in Elstree. He's filming the Daft Punk video. Oh, yes. <laughs> saw I'm Frank on Thursday lunchtime in Elstree, and I'm afraid to say that he was having a pee in a hedge. <gasps> Hope he's not drinking again. I think that's unlikely, oh. the latter part, but I, I'm not entirely convinced that he wouldn't have been that. having a pee in a hedge. Well, they are, having grown up in this area, there are shameful toilet facilities, so, so it's quite easy. If, he, if he's walking down Alum Lane, what, the he's L-Street just past the L, the L Danny Studios. Maybe he's having some lunch at what used to be the Artichoke Public House. Why Maybe are you he's using, nipping down the wagon and horses, who knows? Why are you using the footballer's tent? And also, <laughs> Frank Skinner is immaculate. His girlfriend once told me that, mm-hmm. and I'm confirming that. I, know, I do not believe he would do that for a minute. My dear friend would not do that. Okay, well, that's not what 531, the text or inner, is saying. Well, perhaps it was Graham Norton or Stephen Tompkinson, his other lookalike. Has that occurred to you for just a minute? Um, I think it's time we went over to somewhere a bit more pure. Email corner. Or if, the, that... hedge, if the hedge room was a true P-mail corner. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that does not sound like the voice of a man who would relieve himself in a public place. Uh, can we kick off with some emails, please, we have, we've, heard, we've heard from the outside. We've heard an email from uh, Caitlin, who says, Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. I, I studied German at university. Oh. And I'm fascinated and impressed by the way Germans describe things by using just one word. And it seems they have a word to describe a variation on the Skinner effect. Oh, what is uh, it? The word is Eisenbahnscheinbewegung. Such a beautiful language, German, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, that I'll say that again. Eisenbahnscheinbewegung. Yeah. Very nice. Mm. That, that was a good Chinese. Twist, <laughs> 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 I, it's only because I did a strange karate chop when I said it for some reason. <laughs> And uh, what that means, what Eisenbahnscheinbewegung means, it's the false sensation of movement when looking out from a stationary train you see another train depart. Directly translated, it means train appearance movement. Oh. Uh, Caitlin goes on to say, I think I could create a new German word to mean the Skinner effect exactly. Gesaitenscheinbewegung, which directly translates as tides appearance movement. If there are any German listeners or readers, uh, maybe they can help. 
You see, say that, I would say... Gezeitenschein Bewerbung. Gezeitenschein Bewerbung. That's how I'd say that. This yeah, is the, the problem it's with German. They all sound like horrendous commando units from 1943. <laughs> <laughs> it could be really romantic, but it's, this is the problem could be with like the lovely, <laughs> <laughs> lovely, Steve. Slightly late to the party. I, my only concern is I do... I like it. I really like it. But I, I just worry a bit how my dear friend Frank will pronounce it. Mm. Because he, do, he does sometimes go a bit OTT with the pronunciations. He he says cliche. He says cliche, cliche. instead of cliche. He does that That's with fun. French. So I think with the German. Oh, well, I'll be interested to see how he capes with that. Gesichtenscheinbewegung, tides appearance movement. It's it's a language so horrendous. It makes Klingon look romantic. <laughs> 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 when I was on holiday, poor this Germans. Summer, the um, the French for uh, a perfectly cooked steak was explained to me. Do you know à point? It's it's cooked to a point of perfection, like not too much, not too little. No, but I'm finding it quite alluring the way you're saying it. A point. Oh, wow. yeah, lovely! You need, you need to be on Celebrity MasterChef. <laughs> yeah, I'd like my steak. A point. It means not like it's it's just right. Like that's the. I mean, I'm I'm probably mistranslating it because I don't speak French. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm finding this morning. You're just right. A point. This is Frank Skinner. This is a Frank Skinner show. Frank's not here. He's in a Hugh Hefner silk bathrobe at home mm-hmm. while Cathy uh, wanders around with a little bunny tail loading the dishwasher. And why not? I don't know. That's just what I'm imagining might be happening right now. I was just quoting... Uh, is it Barry Norman? Yes, it was it Barry is. Norman. And, and Arnold Brown as well. Arnold Brown. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite Arnold Brown line was, uh, I'm a patisserie kind of guy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we, get, we get distracted. Are we in email corner still, boys? I believe we still are there. Uh, I have an email. Hi, Frank, Emily and the Cockerel. I'm sorry, Steve. Um, <laughs> I always love I mean, the way you say it, like you have a partner who's cheated on him. I'm sorry, Steve. Um, <laughs> having heard about Frank's discovery regarding the Skinner effect, oh, yeah. which we should explain to new readers, the Skinner effect is that moment standing on the beach when the water goes out and you're not sure, oh, who's moving yeah. here? It has no- the Skinner effect has nothing to do with a hedge in the North London area, <laughs> we should say. But also the uh, Skinner effect, I thought we'd then switched to when something is in your head and it is actually in your head, like when you're yeah. crossing Waterloo Bridge and Waterloo Sunset comes on your iPod or like when I was stuck in traffic thinking well it's okay I'll uh, I'll not get angry about this and K Sarah Sarah came on the radio <laughs> 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 I thought that was the new Skinner effect but anyway yes. we're sticking with the one on the beach now okay um, I feel I had to message in regarding a phenomenon I had discovered myself. Mm. I was wondering why it takes 24 hours to fly to Australia, yet it only takes the Earth 24 hours to rotate once it's on its axis. This made me think that surely we could just get in a helicopter and then hover in the air for 12 hours. Once we land, the Earth should have rotated enough to mean that we have reached Australia. Cut the journey in half there, hasn't he? Mm. <laughs> That's he's what he's cut done. Cut the journey in half. That's what he's done. <laughs> I genuinely believed I had discovered a new force and subsequently christened it Peak's Law. Um, however, having spoken to several people, much more brainier than myself, I'm assuming that's deliberate syntax. Oh, yes, yeah. He's doing a play what I wrote type yeah. conceit. It, mm. it turns out this force already exists and is actually called inertia. Much love, Nick. 
I'm oh. not entirely sure what, that that's What I love right. about his email is that after uh, it's actually called Inertia, he's done uh, a sad face emoticon. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite rare in life that an emoticon is next to the word inertia. Well, that's how the real scientists write it. <laughs> <laughs> Speed equals distance over time, winky face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, I quite like that idea. What do you think of that? The only thing is, in terms of physics i'm not sure that i mean i'm not sure that it works but i worry the only thing i'd miss is the lack of changing view mm-hmm. because i like yeah, that yeah. on the plane that's the best bit when you're about to land everyone pulls those little fat things up and they go oh look as if they've never seen sea before or land or I, trees I, I don't i mean i have no scientific proof that this doesn't work but i can tell you right now if inertia did travel you to places i wouldn't be here <laughs> right okay I, barely been, are now I, i've been using inertia all my life and it's got me nowhere. Um, well, you say that now that you're what Frank would call a celebrity, yes. which we'll get on to, yeah. things have changed point. now. You've got responsibilities. You've got fans now, Cockrell. I haven't, but uh, who knows? Uh, we have got a PS in the, uh, in, the, in the latest Churchill advert. The title character himself lets out an almost perfect weirdos. <laughs> Check it out. And that is true, because I've heard that a few times and thought, sounds like Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That Churchill dog, I never liked him. Well, now you might. I think, I think this no, might turn you I around. think he's the sort of dog... Well, if he was a man, I was going to say he's the sort of man. He's the sort of character that would say, um, take a pew... What's your poison? It's my shout, I was going to say. He's just want a pub ball, the Churchill dog, don't you think? <laughs> I've never really thought of him much more than just a dog on an advert, really. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about whether I go well, for a drink with him. shows why we're so different. I prefer the Hofmeister bear. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. My name's Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning on Absolute Radio. You can text the show on 812.15. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio. I'm joined by the Cockerel, who Morning. needs no introduction, frankly, and uh, Steve Hall. Who does need an introduction? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Who are you? That's a nice football star. Um, oh, I'll tell you what I've got to talk to you about. I've had some texting stresses this week. I've been saving this up for you. Texting you know how you save stresses. little stories up for friends? Mm-hmm. Well, I like your advice. I, I respect and appreciate both of your advice. And I'm quite a polite and pleasant texter on the whole. Would you agree with that, Alan? Yes. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I, I, I don't like where this is going already. Well, no, what I'm saying is I, I'm quite effusive. I'm quite affectionate. I'm quite darling and kisses, aren't I? I'm never unpleasant. Daisy, yeah. the producer's nodding. Vigorous nodding from yeah. Daisy there, yeah. Alan's worried it's all getting a bit all manner of grot, and it's not. No. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm pleasant. Yes. You get quite paranoid, I find. If I don't respond, you get upset. Uh, well, that, I, I think that some of that is context, though, because okay. I, I sometimes text you on a Saturday lunchtime when I'm heading home, so I'm okay. usually thinking, I'm sat on the train <laughs> anyway. Where's, where's my text banter? <laughs> where's oh. the text banter, everyone? I'm very happy to be used. So um, quite often I'm spinning three or four different conversation plates <laughs> on that train journey. Are you a text player? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, something like that. So I've never sent an aggressive text in my life until this week. Oh, wow, here we go. So do you want to know the object of my aggression was actually my personal trainer, Brown. Um, Brown owns the studio. I'm also trained by Lionel and Carlos as well. Why are you laughing? Lionel, Carlos and Brown. I'm mainly laughing because the producer just nearly spat a drink out when you said like... They sound a bit like Madonna's dancers. Is that why you're laughing? They're buff. 
Lionel, Lionel and Carlos. Um, and, and is Brown, Brown is equally buff? Or? Oh, is he buff? <laughs> he is buffer than that brownie surface. Beautiful right. body. Um, anyway, Brown sent me a text and he said, I'm going to read it to you. I've, I've got it written here. This is how we're <laughs> connecting with the people. We're reading out text messages from our personal trainers. <laughs> <clears throat> Emily, we must keep consistent with your training. Mm. Full stop. Yeah. There is little point. Mm -hmm. This is where I thought it started to get nasty. Mm -hmm. There is little point in getting in two good sessions in last week and then nothing this one. Mm. Lionel still has 8am available. Now, mm. this is the killer. Thanks. Full stop. Yeah. I hate that thanks at the end. Daisy Producer does it. It's very passive-aggressive. So, do you want to know... <laughs> do you want... I like the fact that you pointing out someone else's passive-aggressivity <laughs> was unbelievably passive-aggressive. No, but listen to this. I replied, thusly, do not send me such horrible messages. <laughs> it makes me scared to come again. Mm -hmm. I was going to book in anyway with Lionel for 8am. Full stop. Here's the zinger. Thanks. <laughs> what do you think? I have to say, it felt so liberating sending that. Yeah. I've never done it in my life, and I'm going to do it all the time now. How did he reply? Oh, he was very nice. He He's said, shut his entire business. <laughs> he <Yeah>. said... <laughs> He's currently at the Priory. He said, I was only trying to be encouraging. I'm so sorry if it came across badly. Yeah. I said, nay bother. Well, that's it. It's, it's all fixed. No, but the moral of the story is if you behave appallingly and then you'll get rewarded. Yeah. yeah. But I did think it's weird with that text aggression over text. I mean, sometimes I, when mm. I get a bad text, when there's an exchange of a text, I find it very troubling. Don't you? Yeah. Well, that's a, that, it sounds like that's the beginning of Sleepless in Seattle, that, that little text <laughs> exchange. You have, that's your meat cute and you have to end up having lots of little personal trainer babies. <laughs> um, I did have another unfortunate text this week, though, from someone else. Um, it was a text message from a gentleman. Oh, yeah. He was expressing satisfaction a with a, text, a, a meeting place call. that we'd agreed on. He didn't say, great, see you there. That sounds good. Do you want to know what he said? He said, he said, cool beans. This is Frank Skinner. We were talking about um, a te truly terrible text I'd received this week, <laughs> which said, Seafall? Cool beans. Yes. Cool beans. And in fact, you can text us on 81215, because I want to hear if you've suffered similarly any terrible texts you've received. If you'd like to text us, cool beans, on <laughs> 81215, yeah? Is that what you're asking for? Cool beans. <laughs> we'll just get loads of texts saying, cool beans, As cool beans. Yeah, we it will get like that. the name of the, like, the coffee shop you would never, ever want to drink in. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Hall, it sounds like something the Goonies would have said. <laughs> and I walked out of that film when I was 12, so I certainly don't want to hear cool beans when I own property. I like the Goonies. <laughs> I like the Goonies. There are, there are certain phrases that, that you know, are very, that's a, a good indicator of someone's soul. I, I once had a gig, it was... Uh, More absence thereof. <laughs> yeah. I had a text from someone and he was explaining, it was trying to arrange a lift to a gig or something like that, and he was explaining why he needed everyone to meet him in Milton Keynes rather than London. Mm -hmm. And he, 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 he did this lengthy explanation and the <laughs> sentence was, that's the way it crumbles <laughs> cookie-wise. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we were driving quite a long way north with this gentleman, so immediately go, oh, it's, that is going to be a I, prison. 
hate him. Immediately you're opening another window with train time. (laughs) (laughs) The only person allowed to say that is the cookie monster. (laughs) That's terrible behaviour. That's the way it crumbles cookie-wise, although I'm going to start saying it. It's quite addictive. (laughs) It's very Moorish, is what it is. Um, This character, as well as Cool Beans, this wasn't it. Can I give you a rundown of some of the others? Yeah, please do. Another text said, um, back on terra firma. It's been a a hell of a week. (laughs) Were you being texted by Alan Partridge? (laughs) (laughs) Another one said, touche. Touche? Wow. (laughs) With an accent. Wow. Well, that's... There's some work being put in. He can find the accent on the keyboard, so he's got some points given for uh, (laughs) touche. You can find the accent on the keyboard, but but not the right way of speaking. (laughs) Have have you ever sent... It's a David O'Doherty song, indeed, but have you ever sent a text to the the person the text was about? He doesn't stutter his way through the song, as I just did. (laughs) I nearly did it the other day, because that reply-all thing gets you in terrible trouble, but... Thankfully, I didn't, so the cockerel will never know. All is well. Oh, uh, cockerel, right? I would never do that to you. I have a, I have a worse one than that. I, um, I thought I'd sent a friend a text slightly slagging off his missus uh, <gasps> and called him to apologise and hadn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I had I to run him talking. through the whole thing from the very top to the bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. At the time, I don't think I knew you, so I wouldn't have even known about your arthritic claw to say, I'm so embarrassed I've got this arthritic claw. But I'm doing it now as you're telling that's me. That's how bad it was. But I've noticed, it's funny you should say that I'm a bit needy on the old text message front. Because you're sounding a bit needy about being needy now. Well, here's, here's the thing that's happened to me just this week. Oh, yeah. Somebody texted me saying, um, someone I know wants to speak to me, is it okay to give your number out, which mm. I thought only show business people did. I didn't <laughs> realise that civilians also say, am I right, all right to give your number out? Can you imagine the trouble I'd get in if I said that? What? I'd get a class war accusation. Nah, it'd be fine. OK. Um, anyway, got a text the other day, Cameron wants to talk to you, can I give him your number? Cameron? I said Cameron, yes. you say? Cameron, yeah. There's <laughs> um, no uh, ca- cable. And I said, yeah, no problem, still no call. <laughs> and I, I haven't got his number oh, so I'm just waiting I'm looking at the phone all the time where's that call it's I'm like they've read the call. game they're nagging <laughs> you can I just say David Cameron if you're listening get in touch Absolute Absolute, Absolute Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio have we had any texts in on eight twelve fifteen? Because we have been talking about terrible texts we have had texts in on eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, 569 or Bob Law Bob, Bob Loblaw uh, It's an Arrested London. Development thing that Oh is it? Is it? Bob Blah Blah I thought it was a relative of Spongebob Squarepants Oh see this is the problem with not having your finger on the uh, on the pop culture pulse is that you can read things out like that and mm. seem he's, really He's got a thing in Arrested Development it's Bob Blah Blah Blah's Law Blog Anyway, oh, don't go all Doctor Who on us, Steve. I won't tolerate oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. We could have hey, that. that's all. I, I blame Frank for that. <laughs> um, His obsession with Dick Fiddy. I love that you've sold him down the river. It's hard. Anyway, what does this character Bob say? Uh, well, he's not really called Bob, I don't believe. Uh, I once bought a gift for a girl, then texted my friend that I was crazy for buying it, dot, 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 but sent it to her. Then oh. tried to borrow her phone to delete the text, but the messages section was passworded. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's, that's bad. not good. That's, an... that's um, not good. I, I did that once with Greg. I, I received a, a text from the obese comedian Greg Davis, <laughs> um, who uh, 
he was inquiring as to how a, a, girl, a, a girl we know had done it. I'd seen we'd, a girl who was also a stand-up had done, and I replied to her by mistake. Oh, and I, was, I was praising her gig, but I also indicated that both me and Greg really fancied her. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. I, it was it was shameful. <laughs> Why have you never done that to me? <laughs> we we've never texted. I don't actually have, have your phone number. No. Oh, but let's this start. The, this could be the beginning of something. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of your That's text, the most disgusting Emily. thing you've ever done. Let me just tidy things up. Um, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of your text message, Are my cool Emily, beans text? Uh, 382 has texted to you, uh, pfft, don't brag about having a personal trainer who you employ to get you into shape, then complain when you slack. Do you know? Good point. That is so accurate. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're spot on now. I think that's. I think I stand corrected. That's why and it's worked. Well, that's why I'm su- looking so buff. What's surprising <laughs> is that your personal trainer is doing the uh, slightly uh, bad cop routine because most yes. of them, I think, just spend all their time going, come on, mate. Um, we come on, some, Emily. We're going to get some really great gains if you come in on Wednesday at eight and see Lionel. Isn't that all positivity? No, I don't get positivity. Oh, really? Mm. Your, your guy's like that. He's worked out that bullying me works. He's worked out. So, um... We've had another... Four, four, six, four, six, two has texted. My stepbrother always signs off a text with the expression, Nice darts. Oh, what does dear. that mean? That sounds a bit filthy creep. What do you think that means? Maybe they're referring to the curtains, the stitching in the curtains, or the trousers, maybe. <laughs> I had... I'll tell you what I don't like, when people drop Gs. I got a text once from a member of the boy band Blue, and he said, just back, checking back in... Back when they could afford to send text messages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm declaring my send. He said, um, just checking in, and there was no G. Right. Now, you've, you've got to have a G. Yeah. It's like spelling it bankrupt. What about <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's part of their problem, isn't it? <laughs> so glad I didn't end up with him. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio this morning, and you can text the show on 81215. Um, Steve, I think we need to talk about the cockerel. I don't know if you're aware of this, but the cockerel's turning into... He's kind of a big deal now. I'm not a big deal. He's become a bit of a celebrity. Well, he's, he's just, it was the gold teeth grill. <laughs> that was the thing that... That was the first indicator. Oh, it's for the continuity of the show, I mean. <laughs> Can you imagine if he came in with a gold teeth grill? I would love that. Frank with the, that motorcycle helmet, up all night to get lucky. What's going on here? It's because I got them done before the starting of the shoot, and now I've got to keep it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I've got a little. Uh, I've got a, a, a. I would say a second tier character uh, in a sitcom that I'm that I'm in, mm. um, and so I'm I'm filming. I'm in filming. I'm, I'm, I've been on location, location, location. Not as a house or as Phil Spencer. Just you know, I'm I'm doing it. Not L three. Hey, spirit. Because I like to think that you got the job because you you played a character in in uh, my old sketch show sitcom. Yeah, I like to think he got the job because he got up to all manner of grog. Yes, yes. <clears throat> you are the springboard between Jason the Asthmatic and my uh, <laughs> my current television acting career. <laughs> That's the only TV acting job I did in the and, intervening ten or fifteen years. Your appearance work. is one of the few good things in our sitcom. Is that right? right? I, is uh, it? I don't know. Uh, you should, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> very few. That's for the very, best. Very few have, to be honest. <laughs> 
He's gone. I tell you what, he's going to be getting a hat soon, Steve. Glasses on a lanyard, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. And I think he might come in and say, I always believe you should do comedy absolutely straight. Yeah. <laughs> That's what well, you're going to do. What, what can you tell us about? Because obviously well, yes, it's, it's under wraps. You, it's, it's on in, I think it's on in about a year, but I don't really know. I can tell you an awful thing that I've had to do this week, which is uh, I, I had to film some scenes in just my boxer shorts. <gasps> Cool beans. Just, well, that's what they said, and then they said you're not meant to have those out. Um, and they gave me a pair of pants um, to put on under the boxer shorts, which <gasps> they I don't didn't. know if you're aware of these. They're called um, they're a fleshy called thong, nude pants. Yeah, like yes. flesh thong. Yeah, which you put on so that you don't get your cool beans out, <laughs> and uh, and then all the crew have to get like post-traumatic stress counselling. Nice darts. Um, exactly, yeah, yeah. I should have pulled them up at the back, that was the trouble. Um, Wait, was it a love scene? Uh, yeah, and there was also oh, like a... Oh, no! There was a comedy... Uh, what sort of a show is this you're doing, Emmanuel? Really, really filthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really... You know, like when they put Hollyoaks on late, it's like that. It's, it's really like that. Except with a guy that looks skinny and fat at the same time. That's. Can that's, I say you've I've got a lovely bit. little physique, though? No, I haven't. You I have. Haven't. You do your karate classes. I do do some exercise, <laughs> but it turns out when when once you're in the cold light of day and surrounded by people in uh, fleeces and expensive denim and hiking boots, <laughs> like a crew is basically, <laughs> you suddenly realise, oh, I'm gangly, but I'm I've still got a. A surprising like tummy, <laughs> <laughs> and and you become very self-aware of your own body, not to be body dysmorphic, but some, yeah. And even worse, the the costume people gave me like a terry towel bathrobe. Oh no, to protect your modesty. <laughs> oh, I can't. Wear. It's so heartbreaking. I can't bear it. Off camera, and I'd almost rather have just been <laughs> in the boxer shorts between takes as well, because when you put that back on, a I it made me feel like oh well now we all know that I'm covering up. In between tips. And also, you know what, Cockrell? It would have given it too much build-up. The exactly. moment of exposure yeah, yeah. with the cool beans. And B, the terry towel uh, dressing gown is, is actually quite warm, and it did make me realise by the end of the day I might have had slightly stinky armpits, which you don't want. <laughs> you really don't want that. I mean, they'd been really scrubbed that morning. Oh, my goodness, I don't think I've ever washed um, my armpits as thoroughly. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning on Absolute Radio. How can you text us, Steve Hall? 8.12.15. How can you tweet us, Alan Cochran? Uh, Frank on the radio. <laughs> oh, God. Be dynamic, man. I'd rather deal with the uh, texts than the tweets. I don't like to encourage all that stuff. I mean, Do you know, you've right, slowed the panaz right down. Yeah, that's, that's what I bring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call if you, you want a show bubbling brought down, then I'm your guy. I'm going to call you the cooler. Yeah. Um, now listen, you were talking earlier about your big boxers moment. Well, the small boxers actually. Um, you were in the studio? Uh, no, I was in. Um, and uh, were... It was in a home in. Um, in, in a home? Yeah, it was in. What an old people's home! It was in someone's house filming in a house. Was it location? Like a, oh in, yeah, in location. A domestic scene, like a, you know, I'm, I'm staying oh. over it. Um, I'm not going to give away too much. No. Of lot, but. But you've got a bathrobe on. I just want to set the scene. A, I'll tell you what I'm wearing. Okay. I'm wearing some uh, boxer shorts. I didn't some, ask, but anyway. Some <laughs> nude briefs and uh, and a lot of Old Spice deodorant stick. <laughs> <laughs> How nice for your co-star. <laughs> exactly. Did you but have what any... what you don't want is for, like, accumulated perspiration to develop no. into uh, scent, do you? 
So the Did old spice deodorant stick really... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine that really hit the spot. <laughs> that's my scent of choice. Uh, Did you have any body makeup on, <clears throat> just to cover minor blemishes? Well, uh, mainly to uh, cover up my prison tattoos from the uh, spell I did. <laughs> 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 I've got, like, a full map on my back from... Um, Oh, when yes. I got out of uh, Wormwood <laughs> the single tear <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean they always have to do that every day they, you were sprung I heard from the scrubs um, uh, yeah so I'm, I'm there in the in the terry towel and, and I'm pretty sure you know the crew were trying their best to just like not go I th- they're used to it I think I think when you're faced with a bod like that yeah I don't think any of them sort of went ugh like none of them did that. Yeah, they kept Christ, a lid on it. Aren't his elbows pointy? Yeah, <laughs> but he's got strangely bouncy. How does he do that? <laughs> like, yeah, none of that. Everybody kept their uh, composure pretty well. It seems. I think you're, you've got. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fear exposure if I were you. I'm, I'm, I think you I th- look good. Yeah, nothing to be ashamed of, love. This is not why I brought this up. By the way, <laughs> humble, humble brag. Humble brag yeah. Steve it's Hall, I, I, how do you feel about exposing yourself well, in I, front I, of strangers? Uh, I, no, I my voice the, broke. My, my voice cracked with the strain the, the of asking idea. you that question. Yes, Steve, how do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was always the go-to person in our old sketch show. I was the go- I was the person who would who had to get uh, their kit out, kit off. Mm. Well, I think both are true. Having no, seen it, several of those live shows. No, he had to get his kit out, his PE kit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so there was one. The, the most degrading ones we had to do. I had to be fully naked in a chicken coop with approximately twenty-five live chickens. And I, I had to jump up and down, and the uh, oh my the God. rooster was aggressive that day. Well, he yeah. always is. You know about that cockerel. Uh, that sounds foul. So no. you were you were naked and, uh, in and, a chicken coop, and had to be uh, quite alarmed because they were really they were seeing bits and they were angry. Do you know the alpha was not liking what it saw? This sounds absolutely disgusting. Have you got a DVD of it? <laughs> This is a Frank Skinner show. Oh, I can't be bothered with all that. Um, guess what? <laughs> I just got a text from Brown, my trainer. Remember I was no. talking about him earlier? Oh, yeah. And I'd mentioned that he'd sent me an encouraging text. Yeah. And I'd sent him a vile one back. Yeah. He said, I'm getting texts from my clients saying you've been talking about my encouraging texts on the radio. I'll be listening to the podcast later. Smiley face. He's gone smiley face, yeah. but what he actually means is sad face. <laughs> oh, can I just say, I should say at this point, and it's honestly not just because he's got in touch, without his encouraging texts, I would be nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, and even as you said that, you were doing lunges, which I thought was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But, you know, we've been talking about getting naked, which I feel more confident about doing since I've been working out. She works out. And um, <laughs> but you know what? Also, I think it's getting older. I just don't care. I can't be bothered to get clothed much of the time. <laughs> Honestly, when I was doing that show with Russell Kane in Edinburgh, and I'd be in the dressing room in the hotel room, Russell be wandering around. We had, I think, Greg was in, Greg Davis, yes. Matt Ford was in. I was wandering around in my bra and pants. I couldn't be bothered. Tight. Well, I just thought. Did you find more people agreed to do the show? <laughs> <laughs> People were starting comedy careers. Yeah, a lot of the younger <laughs> comics were suddenly like, yeah, I want to be interviewed. <laughs> and I'd always say to them, oh, you don't mind, do you? And they'd go, no, no. I'm sure they didn't. The other day I was getting changed at work and I was going out and I was putting, I had jeans on, I had to put a skirt on and I thought, can I be bothered to go to the toilet and change? I thought, no. So I did it at my desk. Yeah. And the male designer walked past, very handsome chap, only young. He said, uh, I said, you don't mind, do you? I said, my legs going into the tights, pants mm-hmm. everywhere. He's from Salford. 
He said, no, no. I said, um, you're a bit like a sister to me. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you're not remotely like a sister to me. I just can't be bothered to go to the toilet and get changed. So, like it is, it's fine. Do you think that's all right? Yeah. Before you know it, you'll have a shiwi in the desk drawer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to strip off. You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning on Absolute Radio. You can text the show on 812.15. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio. I'm joined, as ever, by the adorable and slightly hunky Cockrell. I thought you were going to say Steve then. Yeah, the opposite of those things no. would be a description of me. The, Steve, uh, you... tolerable and ugly <laughs> Steve Oh, come, come. Steve, that's not true. I'd say you've got a quirky appeal. And I'm certainly not tolerable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve Hall is in the house. I am now. I, I wanted to discuss uh, a news story that is effectively the polar opposite of the royal christening. Oh, okay. Uh, Kim and Kanye. Oh, Kim Yi. Is that, that, is that's that what the, that, that's their portmanteau word. Oh, is it? I think that is. Or it's one of my my grandfather's illegitimate children. I don't know. <laughs> um, very close to that Japanese pickle kimchi. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is nice. Anybody's not tried kimchi? Can I just? I'm not speaking for Absolute Radio here. I'm speaking for no. Cochrane. Try kimchi. Yeah, and if Kim Jong Un is listening, um, I'm waiting for that call. <laughs> call me. <laughs> call me. <laughs> call me. Um, sorry, you were saying you were talking so, about so, Kim. Uh, so uh, they are to be wed. They're engaged. They are right. engaged. You went a bit like a sort of medieval pardoner then. I'm, I'm they are it, maybe to be wed. The effect, like of the, uh, the effect of the christening. I am delighted to be able to say on this day that Kanye West is to be <laughs> joined in holy matrimony <laughs> with Kim Kardashian. Wouldn't it be great if they booked you to do it now? <laughs> oh, I would love <laughs> they that. Heard about this. Hey, you got that Steve Hall in the house? They probably haven't got enough oh, money, have they? He's got very aggressive management. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he doesn't wear that uh, black leather shirt again. Oh, yeah. I there's, worry there's about There's Kanye him. West bling, then there's Avalon bling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's consigned that black leather shirt to the dustbin after he walked into a lamppost whilst wearing it? I think, <laughs> yeah. You know, when you've got oh. a lucky shirt, you also sometimes that have is, an unlucky shirt. That's one of my favourite clips in the history of the <laughs> internet, that. That's... It's so wonderful, because it's the little tantrum he throws afterwards. Yeah. Well, it's like when you fall down. My equivalent to that is pretending to cry and that I've hurt myself. <laughs> and what Kanye does is get angry. But anyway, we should just say, what, there was a proposal, wasn't there? Was there was a very elaborate proposal at the San Francisco baseball field, a 50-piece orchestra, Lovely. Fire, fireworks, family members flown out. Uh, 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 yeah, Spelling uh, mistakes on the scoreboard. Yes. <laughs> That's, yeah, pl- oh, yes, did he put pl- it up on the screen, put, didn't he? Please marry me. <laughs> which is sort of worse actually than cool beans is it uh, yeah <laughs> nothing's worse than cool beans fyi no, no, I, I know think when she said yes he should have gone cool beans <laughs> hit one finger on finger and thumb that's i think that's probably what happened do you know what i noticed re please marry me oh that annoyed me he's only gone and left the caps lock on as well yeah, which, he, which he does on his tweets quite a lot oh, does he, 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 he does that he's quite a shouter he's quite a shouter <laughs> what she what he she did he should be my trainer that'll yeah, keep me in yeah. line what she didn't notice was that after it said please marry me he, she hugged him and then behind her it flashed up holla we want prenup <laughs> oh wow but will it's they it's something that you need to have because when she leave your ass she's going to leave with half Steve Hall is that right yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. oh yes you can um 
I think that's a lyric, is it? Yes, it is. I know he's <laughs> quoting from the lyrics, so it's fine. Um, now, the, apparently, the ring was... He slipped a, a diamond on her finger. Yeah, yeah. million pounds. Yeah, a little bit understated for him, if anything, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Which yeah, is a 15-carat diamond ring. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Her, her previous one was uh, 20 carats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one from her last wedding that lasted, uh, what, was it about 10 months or something? Yeah, yeah, 72 <laughs> days, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I like, there was a comment he said he gave a sort of interview the night before the proposal, and in a very romantic statement, he said, this girl is one of the number one designers in the world. I don't exactly know what her numbers are, but Sears does something like three, 400 million a year. Mm-hmm. So that might lead you to believe that he does see her as is it something of a partnership perhaps That's I tried indeed. to fact check that for him I know googled Kim Kardashian's numbers and, <laughs> what came up well a lot of 30 somethings <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a coincidence that they're now engaged after about a week when I don't know did you see that she tweeted a selfie of herself in a bikini yeah, like yeah, last yeah. week in um, uh, like a sexy Borat <laughs> that's, that's what she looked like she looked amazing but then he's gone she I did. like it I'm going to put a ring on it that's what's happened isn't it well she she tweeted a bit of selfie in a swimming costume I'm just saying you in the boxers exactly and the toweling robe this time in a year I could be engaged <laughs> this is Frank Skinner Thanks, Kim, the show this morning. I'm Emily Dean. Um, it's very exciting, Kim, and can you get married? Cause it's, yes. I, I, I'd like, because I always hope that he's got a little bit more humour about him than he does, because he, he reacted very badly to Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, oh, did, yes, he did, a, didn't a, he? A mocking thing. But it was an affectionate mocking thing that Kanye responded horrendously to. So I'd, oh, I, I, would, I would love Kanye West, if he could arrange it at his wedding for Taylor Swift <laughs> to, to just arrive at the church and go, I'm going to let you finish. I would love that. <laughs> But my parents had the best wedding of all time. <laughs> yeah, I think. You see, I just I'm obsessed by the statements he makes. I do. There was another thing he said where he said um, he was talking about you know what they had in common, and he said she's been spending her whole check on clothes since she was sixteen, just like me. <laughs> I love that. That's what they have in common. They both bought clothes <laughs> to wear. Yeah. I can think of worse reasons yeah. to get married. Yeah, me and my wife, uh, we bonded over um, TK Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you got from there? Oh, this. Oh, yeah. I've got this. Really? Mm. I thought that was from another shop, that sort of thing. Yeah. Can I say I'm enjoying the Aztec vibe to oh, your shirt this morning? Whenever I wear this shirt, it gets mentioned on the show. It gets a lot of attention. You know, I'd call it a results shirt. You know, it's an audio forum we're working in. <laughs> I know, but I was being a bit... Um, Briefly self-indulgent. I, uh, so you're, mo- you're are we moved yeah. by this news? Yeah, I, I, oh, I, we're moved I, to an extent. I'm fascinated by him because he's I, his lyrics make me laugh, mm. and I don't know if they're meant to make me laugh. But there's a, yeah, yeah he's, the like, new, he's like Flight of the Concords. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, right, don't you? <laughs> the new album. A lot of people miss the humour <laughs> on, on on Jesus. There's mm. uh, the new yeah, album. What's his, is his is his nickname Yeezy? Yeah. Why is that? You got no Yeezy and Serrano. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I beg your pardon. That's, that's him. Why does he call- a sandwich? He likes a Serrano ham. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why does he call himself Yeezy then? I think it's yay. I think it starts, you know, from. That's got nothing to it, do it with Yeezy. It could. It, it, okay. Well, Yeezy implies sort of it started out as yay, and then he was a bit wheezy one day. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West and asthma. 
<laughs> Maybe Kanye West played Jason the Asthmatic. <laughs> but there's a lyric in, on the new album that's, uh, that's uh, in a French restaurant. Hurry up with my, hurry up with my damn croissants. Oh, I'm so rel- yeah. I thought you were going to say something awful it's hard there. hard to get that angry about pastries, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to know that he's, he's staying, he's keeping it real. Isn't the full lyric, um, hurry up with my damn croissants, and when I have a steak, I want it à point. <laughs> 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 hey, I noticed that mother was... She welled up, the mother. She seems nice, doesn't she? <laughs> Kardashian mother. <laughs> Just if I had a problem, she's someone I'd really like to share it with. <laughs> don't you? Really, the pictures of them together, Kim, Kim and Kanye, he's got the same grumpy pout that Prince George has in the christening photos. They've got the same lower bit of the mouth. Yes, he's got a permanently slightly displeased expression, yeah, expression and, and the can conspiracy you? theory starts here. <laughs> People say it won't last. But, you know, I hate has gone hate. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I think it's time to go back to email corner. Shall we do the uh, jingle? If you like, yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd mix it up a bit. You thought I'd made a mistake. Hello <laughs> to everyone on the show. I know in recent weeks there has been a lot of Hoovian talk. Yeah. Hasn't oh, there? no. And now Steve, <laughs> catalyst of the Hoovian talk, Paul <laughs> is back to give you a full handle. Um, I know that recently I cried. Been a lot Can of I just Hoovian say I talk. almost cried when they were talking about that Who thing for about an hour? I love it when people in real detail talk about programmes that are okay. I am. Um, <laughs> I've no doubt that, that you will have had many emails regarding Doctor Who from your readers that love the show. Although not a Who fan, I'm a big fan of your show, a bit crazy. So when I saw this sonic screwdriver remote control when doing some online shopping today, mm. I immediately thought of Frank and that it would be definitely of interest to such a mm. Who lover, especially one who says that the screwdriver has recently ceased to be a tool, if not a magic wand. I've yes. attached a link to the item which obviously doesn't work on radio, but it is a fact. It's uh, all the best Alex University yeah. student in Portsmouth. Well, it's, it's good to know. Oh, Frank, you, has, Frank has found the perfect Christmas present for Stephen Moffat. Mm. <laughs> Can I just say, I mean, you're here on your own. You haven't got your little partner in crime <laughs> mm-hmm. to defend you, but that was, it was terrible. I mean, we, honestly, there was a moment when, sti- you weren't here, Cockrell. No. And I'd no. like to feel, had you been here, you would have intervened. Yeah. Because Steve was going on about someone called Dick Fiddy. Mm-hmm. What was he, a key grips man? No, he's a rapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a pioneer in relocating lost episodes. Okay, blah, thanks. blah, 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 blah. And then a character <laughs> called Toby Lastis oh, or no. something? Toby Hado. Toby Hado. Uh, who runs an excellent gig in Manchester called Excess Malarkey. And I okay. think he's soon to be doing a London run and asked me for uh, the email of the show. What I don't want to do is start talking about it again. Okay. Which, which you have effectively yes, just I done know. as well. I was quite, I, I, I'd let this, I'd, I'd laid this to rest, whereas you're, you're, I, I reckon you secretly love Doctor Who. <laughs> But that is a great uh, niche, don't. though, isn't it? Doctor Who merchandise. Somebody mm. should have thought of that already, shouldn't they? Well, uh, one of the reviews I looked no? at this particular screwdriver. One of the, uh, the reviews sure that it said looks great, doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't work as what a remote control or a screwdriver? Yeah, that's, that's what. I'd... I have a friend who would immediately rule it out because he's not a fan of convergence technology. <laughs> <laughs> you I see, like... I think this could be a nice little Christmas present for Frank, though. Mm. I could, can you see him with his lemon barley water all curled up on the sofa, mm-hmm. switching over to? Merlin repeats. Getting up to go outside to have a wee in the hedge. Oh, <laughs> cockerel. <laughs> Did you have to do that? Um, well, thank you for that, Alex. I think, um, you know, whilst you brought up the subject of Doctor Who, which is unfortunate, 
it's still it's a it's a lovely yeah. gift. I don't even well, like it that much. Who pajamas? And listen, can I just say, if anyone's thinking of buying me that gift for Christmas, all I can say is it, it would be cool beans. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Are we still in the email corner? Email. I'll tell you one thing that Doctor Who has contributed just before we move on. You really want to go down this, yeah. this road? I, um, I mean, I'm looking at this very much from a layman perspective, but mm. I really feel like it has contributed. Anybody walking into a room that looks small from the outside mm. can then say, oh, it's like a TARDIS in here. <laughs> and that is directly from Doctor Who, isn't it? I don't think there was a TARDIS in pop culture before then. Even now, unlike George Clark's small spaces or whatever, yeah. It is, yeah, every they used to week to go well. It's like H.G. Wells' time machine in it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like Noah's Ark in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's had a certain cultural contribution. I won't deny that. Yeah, I mean, there's other. I'm sure there's other it's merchandise just, that can do, do. They have to talk so much about, and I use the word they advisedly <laughs> about Sonic Dick Fiddy. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's go on to the next yeah, email. Uh, we had an email from Steve. Yes. Cockerel. Uh, <laughs> Steve says, Dear Frank the Cockerel and the exquisite Miss M. Uh, oh, do you know what? I already love Steve. <laughs> he said, the, the BBC ha- have allegedly planned a gymnastics show, and it's described as A, a Saturday night competition featuring some of the nation's best-loved celebrities vaulting, tumbling, and flipping head over heels to try and win the public's votes. Oh. Uh, so it's a gymnastics show. Uh, get, care to guess what it's called, or would the readers? That's a tricky thing to question to pose yes. because the BBC it involves gymnastics. They obviously can't have the word gym in it for, <laughs> for very, very good reasons. So, uh, the, his big reveal: the show is called "Let's Get Ready to Tumble." Oh, that's good. Yeah, you just. I wonder that- what theme music they'll play. <laughs> well, this is the difficulty, isn't it? Because at yeah. the higher echelons at the BBC, they must be going. We can't get Ant and Deck. We just can't do no, it. I know. They're on ITV. Also, that makes me nervous. I mean, we do discuss this regularly on the show. We should say this is one in a series of shows that we talk about commissioned basically exclusively on the strength of the title. <laughs> Only Fools on Horses was one of our favourites, wasn't it? Whoever they get to host, let's, let's get, get ready, ready to, to tumble. tumble. Or to have to come out. You know, like at the start of The Voice, where all mm. the judges sing a live song. <laughs> they like, they do like the Muppets out. band. They should sing Let's Get Ready to Tumble, but it not be Anton Day. <laughs> yeah. Like if it's, you know... I don't know, Cat Dealey and George Alagaya. <laughs> I think they should have to do it. I think it yeah. should be like, they should just pick two Vince, people. Vince yeah. Cable and David Van Day. That sort of thing, yeah. I think yeah. I'd love that. I think they should get Rod Stewart and call it Do You Think I'm Flexi? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, that's good work. Or uh, an old Olympian gymnast and call it Common Etcher Go if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you're on fire. Um, Goodness. I... <laughs> I tell you what depresses me a bit, and it, gymnastics di- displays I find inherently quite just quite depressing, because I had to do one when I was younger, and it was to Salt and Pepper's Push It, <laughs> and there was it was so even as I was doing it, I knew there was something very melancholic and awful about it. Mm-hmm. As I stood there shivering in this leotard, and da, 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 sticking my arms ah, out. Push <laughs> it. Really, push it good. really glad you weren't watching. <laughs> just, 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 just salt and. But I had to. I had to punch the air. Mm-hmm. I even had to do that during the display after. Well, I think when it was bullshit, and then I had to punch the air. Of course, in a story from your school days, punch the air could have meant the royals were visiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, our governors. Yeah. Um, and even my father said after the gym display, 
That was extraordinary. <laughs> Did it mean you were really good? Or no, I was terrible. Spectacle? I was dreadful. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've had a text during that link. Apparently I've been lined up for a let's get ready to tumble. So that's pretty really good news, isn't it? Gonna do it only in your boxes. Me and, me and Peter Crouch in a cartwheel off. <laughs> you're not dissimilar physically. Yeah, we're both gangly. I'd say you're broader. He's probably got lower body fat than me, I think. Okay. Less beer and bread. I'll let you two argue that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Hall, you've been out and about, haven't you? I have. I, uh, last week I went to see... Uh, the uh, you may have heard of him, a young, uh, promising young guitarist by the name of Johnny Marr. Oh uh, yes, well, he's and, been uh, getting a lot of the publicity at the moment because like of... he's got a future in this <laughs> business. <laughs> and uh, I was quite emotional. I'd never, I'd never seen. I'd seen Morrissey live a few times. I'd seen Johnny Marr do the Healers, but this was mm. this was the tour where he's playing some old Smith songs. Okay, uh, wow. and there were lots of men in Harrington's trying not to cry, and I was mm-hmm. one of those men. Uh, oh, uh, Steve, I, I'm your jacket too tight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a fairly unemotional man normally, so when when something happens that excites me so much and I can't process it, mm. sometimes the things I find myself exclaiming alarm me. Uh, and the second song, it was the drum pattern I had recognised straight away to Panic. Oh. And I was so shocked by it that as soon as it went into the drum packet pattern, I startled my wife who was sat next to me because I went, Oh, go on! <laughs> <laughs> And, and I have oh, never, Steve. I would never, that is completely out of character. You wouldn't have Stuart Pierce. I did, it was, and it was, yeah. br- and it was pants. So my wife then, my wife briefly thought I'd developed Tourette's and, and then realised it was just a song I liked. Mm. Did she say, don't panic? <laughs> did she? Uh, and, and then I did a similar thing later in the week where, uh, a, I'm going to edit this to make it uh, palatable for radio. But, uh, time, I was watching, yeah. watching telly with the wife at home and a spider uh, suddenly crawled across my hand. Yeah. Uh, and I looked at the spider and went, Oh, you are taking the mick! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is I a like, very weird response to it, like a spider is pranking me. I like yeah. that, yeah, that you had a sort of strange interaction with the spider. <laughs> yeah. Glad you tidied it up, though, can I just say. I think that shouting things out, though, is quite odd. You see, I quite like it because you can't. I remember Frank did it, and I loved it. Frank calls first how after. He um, he went, come on, and punched his punched the air after he'd swam a length. <laughs> but to be fair, I was it was actually very moving, and I did cry during that, as did the cockerel, I believe, even shed a, a barnyard tear. I, uh, I, I but it, he said it was something he did. It was a surprise exclamation. Yeah, yeah. I like this when you, when your whole soul takes you by surprise. And yes. Mm-hmm. Like um, you see the idea of you shouting out, Steve. You just don't strike me as a exactly, shout out to time. I'm not a vol- voluminous person, so. Uh, it's, uh, my my dad does it sometimes. My, I remember having my feet up on an electric fire at home, just warming warming my little tootsie. That sounds responsible and, parenting. Uh, and, uh, sounds dangerous. It's an electric fire, and my dad went, "You're damaging the flues." <laughs> <laughs> What about the man on the tube? I was on a really packed tube. There was a man there. It was thinning. It was the kind of hair that makes you nervous. Oh, yeah. I'm going to call it anchovies over a boiled egg. There was about nine of them. <laughs> he leans against the tube doors. He got pushed against the doors. Some of the hairs got trapped oh, as they shut. No. He starts trying to prise them open. Everyone's trying to prise them open. They're not budging. As the train takes off, you just hear this melancholy voice going... My hair! Oh, no. oh. It was awful. Oh, God. It was awful. And that man was <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Steve, we were talking about how you inadvertently shouted out during a Johnny Marr gig, and you said? 
I said, oh, go on! Oh, <laughs> Steve. Uh, are you a shouter, Cockrell? Uh, I, I have a problem with surprise proclamations. As uh, In fact, your previous story about seeing that man trapping his hair on the tube, which is hideous. His I, nine pieces of hair. But I have a thing where I, I mutter wig. I, if I see someone in the wig, I can't <laughs> help but go wig. As, you as, don't. As, if, as if to myself, <laughs> just wig. And, uh, That's just abusive. That's yeah. what I was out. And I have stopped this one. I don't want you to judge me. I might be bringing the laddie gauge up a little bit yeah. here. Yeah. Years ago, uh, a very attractive member of the opposite sex oh, walked past Steve. me. Steve. And I, I muttered to myself, <laughs> fit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was so appalled at myself that now, if people jog past me, I do it. Anybody with any remote athleticism walks past, I now do it almost to compensate for that moment. As long as you never find yourself going, wig fit. <laughs> wig fit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wig fit. That was Wigfield's original working yeah. class name. <laughs> Although I do, have, uh, I do have a shout out that we should mention. Because we're nearing the end of the show. Oh, yeah. uh, I think we need to do a shout out about some of your other work, don't we? Your extracurricular. Uh, I can't say that. Extracurricular. <laughs> Your other work. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about the work I do on the night shift? Yeah. Haven't you got extra absolute radio work this I weekend? I do, I do, but I couldn't possibly talk about well, it. Well, I can. It's laughter <laughs> therapy, isn't it? Emily Dean is joined by David Badil on absolute radio at 7pm. Is that today? Um, when is it, is it Daisy? Tomorrow. Double it up. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to plug things. Frank might get cross with me. I think you're allowed me. to plug things yeah. on this channel. Okay. Is because okay. Frank would be angry that you're working with David? <laughs> <laughs> We, I think he'd enjoy it immensely, the crossover. <laughs> yes, like you are. It's It's hot off the press. Um, yes, I am. That is uh, tomorrow night, 7pm. There you go. Okay. Laughter therapy. So is it, uh, yeah. You'll find out all about therapy. it. You can listen to it. It's me and comics. Oh, breaking okay. the habit of a lifetime, me and comics. Cool. <laughs> so are, are you I feel ho- comfortable with them. Are you hosting it and, and you have yes, different guests I will be time. hosting it and they'll be... Oh, Steve's hinting wildly, I can't bear it. It's no, awful. I, I, I'm, not oh, a, I'm not a good choice. I, if I, would, I would be bookable, you know, series 10 when you go through every <laughs> Steve, other stand-up. stop putting yourself Plus, down. I've got no problems. I just need my dick fiddy. As long as I've got my dick fiddy, that's all right. I'm going to listen to it whilst I'm uh, practising on the parallel bars with Peter Crouch. <laughs> ready for, let's get ready and for And I'll tumble. be standing there going, fit. <laughs> um, that is kind of all we've got time for. Thank you so much, boys, for holding my little tiny doll-sized hands throughout this experience. Frank will be back next week, which is very exciting. Um, there's nothing more for me to say other than be seeing you. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.